Welcome back to Inside Games, the only gaming news show brave enough to never send a dick pic to a game developer, no matter how excited for God of War Ragnarok we are. Fellas, please learn from our bravery. We plead, we, we're pleading with you. Keep the little Spartan in the pants, please. I can't believe we even have to do this news story. That's a bridge too far for some capital G gamers out there trying to keep it in their pants because they were so upset about God of War release date announcement that didn't happen. It was rumored, by the way, that they decided to sexually assault a game developer. <sighs> All right, reset the clock, I guess. Uh, it has now been zero days since gamers handled any amount of disappointment like an adult. I'm, just, I'm embarrassed and disappointed. According to developer assurances, God of War Ragnarok is still launching in 2022. Though at the moment, we still don't know how much more than that. We just know that it's in 2022. So before we get into the story at large, we should make a disclaimer because some people in the audience get oh, a little defensive when we say common sense things like don't show your dick to game developers on the internet. I mean, really that's good life advice in any circumstance, but we digress. Also, if you're getting defensive about that, you should probably look at yourself. When we talk about gamer toxicity, we're talking about targeted and personal harassment. We are not referring to garden variety negativity, which we all do at times. So if you see something you don't like, you absolutely have the right to express yourself, vocalize your opinions. However, personal insult and threats cross a major line. Sexual assault is so far over that line that it may as well just be in outer space. Listen, we get if you're grumpy that there's no release date, fine. We are too. I've been waiting for it. I'm, I'm a little, I'm a little confused, but what you cannot do is you know, use your, your little gamer Fifi's hurt as an excuse to go out and sexually assault or personally threaten another living human on the internet. If you haven't done that, we are not talking about you. If you have, stop immediately and seek help, please. We, we don't tolerate that here, uh, ever. Uh, Inside Games is a show born out of respect for the craft of game creation and, of course, the hardworking developers that bring these worlds to life for us to play in. We know some of them personally working on God of War Ragnarok, so please treat them like human beings. Uh, shoot your mouth off in the comments, whatever, if you want to enjoy a shadow ban on YouTube here on our video, but don't do other that, that terrible shit. What's your problem? All right, now that we've established that, because I know some people, they're like, well, I should be allowed to say I'm upset. You're right, I'm not talking about you. I'm talking about this other thing. All right, now that we've established that, let's take a look at how we got here. Curiosity over God of War Ragnarok's release date turned into concern. Uh, when the game didn't show up in any of the June game showcases like we kind of expected it to, many, Bruce and I, both reasonably expected Sony's next blockbuster to put in an appearance in Sony's State of Play showcase, and when it didn't, then Jeff Keighley's Summer Game Fest. Yeah, and we know Sony said the State of Play was third party. We know that. We're aware. But people had rumored about that. Maybe it was in State of Play, and then they rumored about that it was going to be at uh, Summer Game Fest. It wasn't there. So it didn't leaving fertile ground for speculation and rumors, which we see all the time now. Uh, unsurprisingly, speculation and rumors quickly manifested as they tend to when a game's SEO starts climbing. Uh, on June 9th, just one day after the game's no-show at Summer Game Fest, Bloomberg's Jason Schreier published a report claiming that the game would launch this November and that Sony, quote, is expected to announce the release date later this month, according to his sources. But the weeks in June, that month came and went without any official news. The next rumor beat came from, and this is kind of a new entry on the scene, the Snitch Twitter account. This is a new and pretty clandestine source that teases info out through kind of QAnon-style riddles and obscure emoji. I don't know, it makes me a little uncomfortable when somebody starts playing with the, with the gamers that way. Yeah, I don't like that either. This self-proclaimed insider account tweeted a Kratos gif with 
11110 on June 23rd. 11110 in binary converts to 30 in decimal, which everyone took to mean that announcement would hit on June 30th. And that is today at the time of recording. We are recording right now. It's uh, 5 p.m. Pacific. Uh, no announcement. <laughs> <laughs> yep, no announcement, which is why rabbit fans are apparently zapping their genitalia across the internet because some fuzzy rumors implied there'd be a release date announcement that didn't happen for whatever reason. Yeah, but if you're tired of broken dreams, hey, our sponsor Omaze might be able to help. Here's a quick message from Omaze. Inside Games is brought to you by Omaze. We're excited to be working with Omaze again to offer you a chance to win an unplugged Tesla s apex plaid and support a great cause the juju foundation go to omaze.com slash inside games for your chance to win if you don't know about the unplugged tesla s apex plaid it is impossibly fast zero to 60 in 1.99 seconds it's got a range of 396 miles and an approximate retail value of two hundred and fifty nine thousand eight hundred and eighty five dollars this thing's a beast. And a little more information about the Juju Foundation. It's founded by Kansas City Chiefs and former USC wide receiver Juju Smith-Schuster. It's a nonprofit organization dedicated to the support of youth initiatives and lifting the spirits of those in need. So for your chance to win an unplugged Tesla S Apex Plaid, go to omaze.com slash inside games and enter right now. And again, donations support the amazing work of the Juju Foundation. Hey, thank you for the sponsorship, Omaze. So last we left our story, multiple leaks all pointed to a release date reveal on June 30th, which obviously didn't happen. For their part, the leakers are now insisting that the plan was to announce the release date today, but that changed for unknown reasons. Schreier tweeted that, quote, as of very recently, there was indeed a release date announcement planned for Thursday, June 30th, per people familiar. Recurring industry leaker Tom Henderson agrees, writing that, quote, this announcement was still the plan until just yesterday. Uh, Henderson goes on to describe the announcement that would have been a PlayStation blog post, which also would have detailed the game's collector's edition, along with assurances that the game's development is going smoothly. Uh, apparently, since the blog post was all prepped and ready to go as soon as 24 hours ago, Henderson's sources indicate that the announcement is actually ready to go at a moment's notice once it gets the green light. Yeah, we just don't know who at PlayStation is in charge of the green lights. We don't know who's supposed to turn this on. Sony Santa Monica creative director Corey Barlock has repeatedly called for civility and understanding over the past few days, asking folks to be patient and then, quote, if it were up to me, I would share all the information when I know about it, but it's not up to me. Yeah, and Corey absolutely would, by the way. <laughs> he totally would. Uh, and while we're sure 99% of the people out there reacted to Barlog's message, well, you know, with patience and understanding, there's just still one motherfucking creep that just couldn't take the pain decided to hip-fire a dick pic directly to Sony Santa Monica Cinematics producer Estelle Tagani. Uh, Barlog's tone was less conciliatory in response to this, writing that the team is, quote, busting their ass to make something for you to enjoy, and that everyone ought to, quote, show some fucking respect. Thank you, Corey, for saying that. But still, when the gamer's feelings are hurt, that means someone's gotta pay, right? No one experiences an ounce of pain in the gamer fiefdom without somebody being at fault. Some people on the internet are directing their frustration towards the original sources of the leaks, that being Jason Schreier and the snitch. Ever the diplomat, Barlog responds that, quote, the answer is not to find someone to blame or focus hate on, and that this is not a battle and we are not at war. Yeah, and he's right. Uh, that just about catches us up to where we are right now. A lot of expectant God of War fans got their hopes up based on some credible sounding rumors. 
only to have them dashed for unknown reasons. We'll never know, probably. Uh, the good news is we still have every indication the game will release in 2022, as previously reported, with Barlog flatly insisting the game has not been delayed as recently as June 29th. Uh, from the sounds of it, the announcement post is all ready to go. We just gotta have a little patience. That's it. Uh, it's a virtue that game enthusiasts could stand to practice a little bit more. Sadly, though, this is hardly the first time that game enthusiasts have been a real handful when they don't get exactly what they want when they want it. Many out there have asked or even pleaded for shorter windows between a game's announcement and its release. And as much as I hate to say it, this is a pretty powerful example of why. Folks out there just start going feral when they don't have the information at the pace they expected. Yeah, uh, and I blame those people. <laughs> By the way, I don't. I do not blame the pacing of the marketing or what. I blame the, absolutely those people. And ideally, you'd like to think the remedy to all of this is just more information, which would be awesome. Uh, like maybe in this situation, if somebody could just say why there hasn't been any info yet, maybe people could keep their dicks in their pants. Lawrence, probably not though. I'm going to be honest with you. They probably wouldn't. Even if there was one month in between and they didn't get the, all the information they wanted, they still have their dick ready to go to send over to some producer. That's the frustrating thing that gets me about this situation is it feels more and more like the gaming community is something that needs to be managed versus trusting that they can moderate themselves and behave like adults. So yeah, you're right. When there's a lot of dudes out there and a lot of dick pics that are just waiting to be sent. If you're in charge of a PR campaign at some point, it shouldn't be your responsibility, but when you have to kind of mold the passions of the gaming populace into purchasing intent, sometimes that can go a little off the rails if you don't massage them in the right way. And then, yeah, suddenly you're just, you're chin deep in dick pics and harassment and just, ugh. Which is not to say that it's, like you said, Bruce, it's not the PR campaign's fault. I'm just trying to think of how we can... Just stop the dick pics. Anything to anything to get there. And if that means like shorter, more explicitly planned PR cycles, then maybe that's what it means. Really, honestly, games that cater to a smaller or older audience, it, even that maybe doesn't work if we're trying to shorten that PR cycle. Uh, just yesterday, LucasArts alum Ron Gilbert completely gave up on discussing the ongoing development of 2022's Return to Monkey Island on his personal blog, uh, posting that, quote, the joy of sharing has been driven from me. I, I can see this. Uh, since, quote, people are just being mean and I'm having to delete personal attack comments. If people are being mean to Ron Gilbert, someone who's worked in this industry for decades and decades and been behind some of the most comedically whimsical and just joyous games we've ever played, surely there must be a good reason, right? Yes? No, Bruce, no. Oh, okay, all right. <laughs> the reason is people are mad that the art style of the new Monkey Island game doesn't look like the old Monkey Island game. And I get, okay, I, I'm a Monkey Island fan. It looks different. Maybe it's not even to my personal taste, but holy moly. This is the first new game in this series in more than a decade. Uh, and, and this series has never really raked in the sales. You know, this is not, this is not something that every publisher is just kicking down the door to throw money behind. You would think, maybe, that people would be over the moon that there's a new game with Ron Gilbert on it. Uh... The, the fact that we're even making one in the first place is a small miracle, but why dine on gratitude when you can bite the hand that feeds? Am I right, gamers? Dominic Aramato, voice of series protagonist Guybrush Threepwood, lamented the state of affairs, tweeting that, quote, making this a chore rather than a joy for the devs is the quickest way to ensure 
it will not be anything for anybody. Yeah, we can't agree with that sentiment enough. Bruce, I know you've you've talked about this a lot. We've we've both spoken personally with developers that are just so tired, just exhausted of the toxicity that comes along with working in the games industry. Uh, there's something similar with like Star Wars and now Marvel. If you if you're at the center of pop media, boy does it bring out the the anger in people. Many who are in the industry have just kind of sadly accepted it as an occupational hazard, which is tragic. And really it only encourages the very professionals that make the games we love to move to other industries where they don't have to deal with any of that. Yep, that's correct, Lawrence. Uh, and that's what I've been saying for a very long time is the more that people harass and personally attack and send dick pics to artists that are making video games or even artists that are making television shows or movies, those people are gonna move on to other things and they're gonna stop making the stuff that we really like. And I have seen that comment and that argument. It's always like, well, maybe we want them to stop. And my answer is always, no, I don't. I would love to see more rather than less. I don't want to. I don't want to discourage anybody from making anything. Go ahead and make whatever you want, uh, even if it's bad. I don't give a shit. I, I. This is all optional, everybody. <laughs> Video games, movies, television. These are all choices we make. So if you don't want to play God of War Ragnarok, don't play it. It's pretty simple. A lot of the people who are kind of uh, out on the fringe or whatever, they've kind of voluntarily handed over their emotional state to marketing engines. So then they hold those engines responsible when their emotional state goes awry. And that's when they have to lash out and try to exert some kind of control over the system that controls them. It's a weird dynamic, for sure. Um, and yeah, I've, I've personally talked with a ton of developers that have either left the games industry or really, really want to. Because there's something that happens, and, and Bruce, I can make the, this a little more personal, the same thing happens in games media where you get into it because of passion, you know, you love it, but then you start to realize that the hours are long, the pace sucks, and then you have to deal with that third X factor, which is that some people who care way too much come out of the woodwork sometimes to try to make you feel as terrible as they possibly can through any means they can find. And once you have developed a certain skill set that's worth an amount of money, and you're getting older and you just want to work with other professionals and move on with your life at the end of the day, you really start to question why you're enduring that BS when you don't have to. So yeah, specifically in games media, you'll see a lot of people move on to PR roles or things just outside of games industry because they're tired of it. And yeah, Bruce, to what you said, there are people who will see that and go, good, I don't want them around if they can't, if they can't take the heat, get out of the kitchen. Well, then all you're going to be left with are the people who are willing to endure that BS. And uh, I don't know that that's what you want. I don't think it is. Those people are, are eventually they're going to fire back. And by the way, we've seen that happen a number of times where somebody will fire back on the people that are criticizing them. And then those people, the people that were personally attacking them will jump on them for because they're getting personally attacked. It becomes like a, an insult fest, which is what not just keep that away from any of this stuff like. I, and again, this is all like Lawrence and I are using our dad tones because we we're because we really we're only talking to the people that are out there personally attacking game developers or any other artists or people in general. Really, uh, we're not talking to the people again. Like you can absolutely criticize, say you don't like something. Totally fine. We do that all the time. Just don't just don't send personal attacks to devs and things like that. Yeah, and we don't want to give the impression that this this behavior is representative of the games community either. I mean. Hell, right now I'm at Minneapolis for Games Done Quick, which is one of the best, most altruistic, most constructive events that came purely out of the grassroots of gaming as a culture. So there's still plenty to love, but at the same time, 
I think we can all do a bit of a better job about establishing the right kind of tone in the communities that we take, take part in, and then making it very clear that certain behavior just won't be tolerated. Um, it's not going to erase it, but maybe we can make it clearer to the people who make the games we love that the, there are people and forces inside of the culture that are dedicated to making it a more positive space. We actually have a handful of patrons that have never sent an unsolicited dick pic that we know of. Uh, Colin Cochran, Jared Ermac, and Everyday Brian, Kyle Abbott, Spirit Bear, Regulus, and Guthrie Leith. And Bruce, I have a few patrons that just love delays. They actually high-fived about it. It was great. Weave It, Dragon Jetpack Society, Elite Four Josh, Maurice Thompson, Docs360, UESC Battleroid, and J Embers87. You guys must be living on Cloud9 right now. This is uh, just one last thing to Corey and Alana and everybody else working on God of War Ragnarok. Take your time. Do whatever you need to do. I'm sorry you're being abused and harassed. I apologize for all these idiots. Take your time. We're going to play your game when it comes out. I can't wait. Can't wait. Atreus is going to be a teenager. It's going to get rough. Can't wait. It's going to be great. What if Atreus has discovered anime, Bruce? Oh, no. He's going to become the gamer we never, we don't want to talk to. Oh, I can't wait.